Tonight is the night I am going to give you my heart, my burden for 2020. It's going to be a little bit different. It's uh, probably not as maybe catchy as some of the years past, but I have a, I have a thought and I have a, a kind of a vein of the spirit of where I want to go this year. Um, I, I want to just get us rooted. I think God is moving this church. I said this a lot last year, so this won't be new, but I think God is moving this church and adjusting this church so that we can be the proper church he wants us to be. I mean, we can, get together, we can get together, we can have church, we can be in here, we can do whatever we want to do and say that we're doing what God wants us to do. But until we hear where God wants us to be, we can just be gathering together. And so it's more than just a gathering of people. I want to be gathered in his name. I want to be gathered in the focus of where he wants us to go. And so I believe God has done some great work in the latter half of 2019 adjusting us. I likened what God is doing to this church like you go to a chiropractor. I love chiropractors. I believe they, they help me so much. And I know some people in here, you don't like chiropractors, but I love it. There's nothing better than the sweet sound of when they smack and crack your back and neck and you hear it pop real loud. I love it. It's the sound of freedom. Amen. You get in the position I was, you'll love the sound too. And so, but, but what you do is you go there and the, the chiropractor grabs you and he, he bumps you and he twists you. And my chiropractor used to just jump on me. He used to just position me and just jump on me because that's the only way he could do it. And he used to crack me and smack me and everything. And everything went the way that it shouldn't have gone. My neck was going places and my back was going places and my neck was, go my leg was going places it shouldn't have been. And it didn't feel, it felt good initially, but, but after the, you know, the initial adjustment, it was sore for a day or two. But then I started feeling so much better. That's what God has done at the end of 2019 to this church. He has moved us and adjusted us and pushed us and pinched us and put us in places that maybe we didn't like at first and wasn't comfortable, but he's arranging us to be the church he wants us to be. So now that he has adjusted us and moved us, I think we're ready to, to get on board with what God wants us to be. Amen. Uh, I will invite you to stand while I read the scripture. So if you can be standing. That's not the proper way to say that, but that's okay. If you go to Isaiah 54, I'm going to read verse 11 through 17. Isaiah 54, verse 11 through 17. Amen. O thou afflicted, tossed with tempest, not comforted, behold, I will lay the stones with fair colors and lay the foundations with sapphires. I will make thy windows of the gates and thy gates of carbuncles and all the borders of pleasant stones. And all thy children shall be taught of the Lord, and great shall be the peace of thy children. In righteousness shalt thou be established. Thou shalt be far from oppression, for thou shalt not fear. And from terror, for it shall not come near thee. Behold, they shall surely gather together, but not by me. Whosoever shall gather together against thee shall fall for thy sake. Behold, I have created the smith that bloweth the coals in the fire and that bringeth forth an instrument for his work. And I have created the waster to destroy. Verse 17, no weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper. And every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment 
thou shalt condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their righteousness is of me, saith the Lord. I want to talk about, and the theme for 2020 is, it really boils down to the word heritage. This is the heritage. I do feel the presence of the Lord. Brother Matt was talking about when we first started singing this song, I feel a wonderful spirit in the Lord. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, I love you. Let your presence flow upon this people. Help me to preach, God, your word, which is perfect, God. Help me, Lord, to declare, Lord, what you would have us to have. I speak this all, Lord Jesus, with humility, Lord God, but with authority that you have given me, Lord, as pastor of this church. I'd ask this in the precious, precious, wonderful name of Jesus. Everybody said amen? Amen. Grab two, three people and give them a big bear hug. Simply put, a heritage is an, inher an inheritance. An inheritance is a legacy, an endowment, a birthright that we have. Last week, when we did our New Year's Eve service, Sister Sharris was speaking about the beginning and the heritage of this church, talking about that in 1963, my grandfather, Robert McKinnis, started this church on the west side of Flint, traveled from space to space and place to place, and worked hard at just having church and winning souls in the Flint area and, and surrounding area. While also doing this, working a job and also raising four children. Who all are living for God today. Don't you dare tell me my grandfather was a failure. Amen. Amen. Because he did all that and did it with some joy. Amen. While working for the church he transferred. There's just no way to get around it. He transferred some of his burden for the church to the kids who are all work tirelessly for the church. I have watched my entire life. This is my family. I've watched my entire life. My two aunts, my uncle and my father work tirelessly for the church. If there's anybody that this church can ever count on, it's them. And I've seen my uncle go off and start churches and work at churches all across this nation and work tirelessly like he still is this day for the church. And that is a wonderful blessing. And in 1984, I checked with Bishop Keith McKinnis, my father, your bishop, became co-pastor with his dad at that time. He didn't inherit the position, but he did inherit the burden. That's a big difference. They voted him in. Amen. When our bishop was pastor, I can tell you, and I think you would agree, he worked tirelessly for the church while also raising two sons. Not so easy, two sons. Who inherited the burden for the church from your bishop. And then in 2012, one of his sons, the taller and handsomer one, inherited the burden for the church and was elected pastor. Tell my brother I said that. This is my family spiritual church heritage. It is a rich heritage that I'm proud of. I will never, never, uh, you know, say that I'm sorry for the family I went to. I'm never going to apologize for my life. 
People have tried to maybe throw it under the bus every once in a while saying, you don't know anything about the world and you don't know anything about all that stuff. And then and to a point, I can th say that's probably correct because my father and mother did try to shelter me from a lot of things. It is my heritage and it's a rich one. And I, I, I know that I'm blessed. I know that I'm blessed. And here's the thing, though. Some don't have an example of my personal heritage. And because of that, I find that some people in the church shy away from their personal heritage because they don't like it. They hide it away and they don't feel like they have, you know, the correct influence and the power that they should have because they, they don't have that testimony that, hey, I was raised in church. I want to break down tonight, before I get into much, I want to break down a paradigm. I want to break down a perception. To be used mightily of God, you don't have to be born in the church. You don't have to be born, you don't have to sleep under the pews and be born in the church to be used of God. That, that's not where it comes from. I would not want anybody to come into this year in 2020 and, 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 and be able to have a negative impact about what they think they can do based upon their personal heritage. And so, and so we all have a past, a story about how we got here. Some of our stories, and I know some of you out there, some of your stories are like mine. Your father's mother was in church. Your grandparents were all in church, and you're blessed. But more times than not, it doesn't look like my testimony. Most stories come from a battled past of walking through this world, fighting for the understanding of what life is, not being taught how, how to pray, not being taught what the Bible means, not being taught about that. And then somewhere in your journey, thank God, someone shared that sweet story of Jesus to you. Whenever it came to you and you came to God, repented of your sins at an altar somewhere, got back baptized in a take or a place of water somewhere and receive that wonderful matchless holy ghost that power that lives inside you but your past is not your heritage is what i want to say your past is not your, your heritage. See, this 2020, we're going to take all that and we're going to just put it aside and we're going to go further into this year lock and step together in unity your legacy is not what it used to be or how you used to be. Your birthright is not to be beaten up by the devil. It's not what the devil would repeat and say, well, here you are worshiping God and here you are doing what you're doing, but don't you remember who you used to be just five years or ten years ago? I'm telling you, the devil is a liar. The devil is a liar. The endowment of living for God is not for your life to be in defeat. You are supposed to live in victory. You are supposed to walk in victory. You are supposed to talk in victory. Everything you do is victorious. I have scripture to support this because the scripture we read starts with this statement. It starts with, it starts by identifying who all of us used to be. It says, Oh, thou afflicted. That's me. 
and that's you. We're all afflicted, some by the fiery darts of the devil. He fires us with darts of jealousy and envy and strife and lust and arrogance. And if that doesn't hit us, then he tries to go after our self-esteem or our confidence because the devil is trying to trip us up every single step of the way. And the enemy will tell us that we're no good and there's no way based upon your past that you can ever stand and say, I'm proud of of my Christian heritage, I want you to know that the devil is a liar. He'll let you know that you can't do it. And sometimes it's not even the enemy saying that. Sometimes people will tell us we're not fit for this, that we're not really called to do what we're doing. Sometimes we're afflicted by the poison of people's criticism. We're going to talk about that. And if that's not enough to sometimes break us down, some of us are afflicted in our bodies. Some of us are afflicted by the disease that has taken over. The affliction has branded you to your body, and you can only now recognize yourself not by your name or not by your victorious you know, lifestyle, but, but, by, but by your affliction. Like the man that was called the man with the palsy, not even having a name, but afflicted. And some of you in 2019, that's how you felt. You felt like your life was surrounded by this affliction. But that's not the last word on our lives. I'm not going to walk through 2020 and recognize my life as afflicted. I'm going to recognize my heritage from the word of God. And I'm going to walk in victory. I'm going to walk and talk and live in victory, not worried and not, I'm not bringing my past with me. And I mean, I really want to say this. I believe 2020 should be a brand new year for you. I, I don't care what you did in 2019 or any of the years past. Maybe you've brought some things over in the, the old year to the new year and you still have heard about it and you still have uh, a battle in your mind about it. I'm telling you, leave that at the altar. I want you to leave this place with a a brand new heritage and the heritage is a victorious lifestyle I get most of my theme for 2020 in Isaiah 54 17 no weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper I know that we would love to not be afflicted I know that we would love for the enemy to just give us some peace. I know that we wish that the enemy would just not even form the weapon. We, we, we don't even want him to mess with us. But the scripture doesn't say that the weapon would not be formed. The scripture did not say that the enemy wouldn't use the formed weapon against us. Unfortunately, that's something we're all going to have to deal with. But the scripture says that the weapon that the enemy forms and uses will not prosper. Why? Because this is my heritage. I know this is going to take a while to get it under your skin. It's taken a long while. But I'm going to tell you the reason why that the fiery darts and all the things that the devil is going to try to trip you. In 2019, the devil did prosper sometimes. With some people. Why? Because they did not recognize that they had a heritage that was stronger than their past and stronger than their flesh. 
Oh, it's not going to prosper. They'll shoot at us, but they'll miss. Oh, hear me. They'll try, but they will fail. Why? Because I have a heritage. I'm going to get there. I'm going to get there. I have a heritage. This is not just given to me just because I, I'm Tim McKinnis and my, and my McKinnis is the name that it's been associated. That's got nothing to do with it. It's because I'm a servant of the Lord. I have a Holy Ghost filled inside. That's why my hair, it's not my heritage through Keith McKinnis or Robert McKinnis. And I love that heritage, but it's the heritage I have with Jesus Christ, God Almighty. That's the heritage that will keep the weapon from getting formed against me and prospering against me me see the enemy is going to do whatever he thinks will work the temptation may be pretty girl handsome man higher paying job newer car more time on your hobby i don't know how they'll attack us but the scripture says my heritage is that whatever they throw at me will not prosper my legacy, my heritage is with Jesus. And my legacy is I win. Oh, I hope you get this. I'm not, I'm not, built, I'm not built to be a loser. It's not in my DNA. It's not in my head. See, because I'm no longer Tim McKinnis up here. I, I, no longer Matt Allen. No longer Jordan McKee. These are not. No, we're no longer because when we go down in the water and we come up, we're a brand new creature. So we don't have the DNA of who we used to do. Now, if I go chasing after my past, but I'm not chasing after my past. I'm chasing after the heritage that God gave me. My title is no longer affliction. My title is victorious. My heritage has nothing to do about my family's last name. My heritage is about what the Bible says it is. That no weapon is going to prosper. No issue is going to come upon you. This is what I want you to get into your spirit in 2020. I got two parts of this. This is the first. Whatever they throw at you, it's going to bounce off you. Not because, of your, not because of your bank account, not because of your name, not because of how good you can preach, not because of how good you can sing, not because of who grandpa is, not because of who grandma is, not because of who uncle is or brother-in-law is. It's got nothing to do about any of that stuff. It's about who is my heavenly father. And if I have my heritage based upon being a servant of the Lord, that's what the scripture is talking about in 54, 17. I have this heritage because I'm a servant of the Lord. If that's where my heritage is, then I'm going to be fine because he can throw everything at me and it ain't going to prosper. It ain't going to hit me. I do not accept sickness in 2020. Uh, you, you, I, some of you missed out on a miracle just because you didn't amen that enough. I'm teasing. The simple fact of the matter is, is some of you are already afflicting your body, but I want you to walk into this new year saying, I do not accept this sickness. You keep going to the doctor. You keep, you keep going and you go ahead and take the pills. It's no problem. Follow after what you need to do, but you need to start speaking. I do not accept this. Why? My heritage is that this is not going to take me down. My heritage is through Jesus Christ who heals. My heritage is through Jesus Christ who does miracles. I'm going to tell you, here's the other part of my heritage. 
written in the scripture, after it says no weapon that shall be formed, we know that one. Here's the next one. Every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment thou shalt condemn. I take this in two ways. One, I'm not going to allow people to talk bad about my God. I'm not going to allow people to talk bad about my church. I'm not going to allow people to talk bad about my leadership. And if their tongue rises against us, if we are the children and the servant of the Lord, it shall be condemned. You see, you don't have to worry about taking people down. Their tongues will take themselves down. I'm not going to go too far on this, but I'm going to say this. You're either with us or you're not. You're either with us or you're, you're, you're either with this word of God or you're not. You're either, you're either with me or you're not with me. I, I, got to, I don't know what else to say. You're either with Bishop or you're not. You're either on board or you're not. Calvary Apostolic Tabernacle is your church or it's not. 1013 Hughes is where you worship or it's not. But don't you be talking bad about the things of God. And we, we love to talk about how that weapon that is formed won't prosper. But in that same scripture, it says, hey, you talk bad? Mm, hallelujah. Second, and more importantly, I'm not letting the enemy have the last word on my life. Every ton, even Satan's ton, that rise up against me in judgment, it's going to be contemned. I'm not going to let the enemy have the last word in my situation. When the enemy's language starts to tear me down, the word of the Lord will condemn it and lift us up. Because when the enemy comes in like a flood, the Lord will raise a standard. The Lord will raise a heritage against it. I'm telling you, I want you to believe this. God has the last word on your life. And anybody else that comes in and tries to steal God's authority will not stand. Government doesn't have the last word. Come on, fear doesn't have the last word. I know what I'm doing. I'm speaking to some of you. You allow fear to be your title in 2019. You weren't brother so-and-so or sister so-and-so. You were brother fear and sister fear because that's who it didn't know. You, you're not going to let fear have the last word in your life. You're going to walk out. Why? Because it's not just you. You got a heritage. God is beside you. You might have started out as afflicted, but you're ending in prosperous. Cancer doesn't have the last word. Cancer doesn't have the last word. Leukemia doesn't have the last word. Diabetes doesn't have the last word. And when the enemy starts rising in against you, you turn it around. I got a heritage to fight it. What I'm talking about is not, I'm not saying it's an easy thing to do, to fight against the enemy and to make sure, but that's why you've got a heritage that backs you up. You no longer have a legacy of defeat, now it's a legacy of victory. Poverty does not have the last word. Bad job market doesn't have the last word. 
your boss doesn't have the last word. Why? Because you're not just an employee. No, no. You're a child of the king. I'm not talking about a king here on earth. I'm not worried about those kings. I'm talking about the king of kings. And as long as my legacy follows his legacy and his inheritance follows, you know what I'm talking about? My heritage is with him alone. I'm going to tell you, God will provide for you. God will anoint you. God will lift you up in your, your job. And you're not even supposed to be lifted up in your job. Why? Because favor ain't fair. Hallelujah. Hollywood doesn't have the last word. Well, that's a, that's a big one right there, but we're not going to spend a lot of time in it. What, what, what they think is popular, what's on social media, what everybody thinks is the cool, trendy thing to do. I'm going to tell you, just because they say it's cool and trendy doesn't mean an apostolic man or woman should be doing it. Why? Because I got a heritage that is deeper. I have a heritage that's more important than me looking cool or me being trendy. You have a heritage. No weapon will prosper, and words said against you will be silenced. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord. And I, I come to a close pretty soon. That's the most important thing at the end of everything that I'm talking about. You have the heritage. This is the heritage if you're a servant of the Lord. Servant of the Lord, and their righteousness is of me, saith the Lord. If you are a servant of the Lord and you're going to give all of your mind and soul and heart and emotions and everything, if you're going to give all of your strength, you're going to give him your left hand and you're going to give him your right hand as well. Your left foot's not going to be in church and your right foot's not going to be in the world. That's not being a servant of the Lord. That's not, that's not the way it happens. I'm, I'm sorry if you think that that's the new 2020 way to live for God, but that, that there are some things that just do not change. Hallelujah. You're either in or you're out when it comes to the Lord. That's the way it is. But if you're going to be a servant of the Lord and you're going to give him everything, and then if you're going to do that, you can back up and you can have a part of the heritage. You can be a part of the heritage of the Lord. The year of 2020 is a year of heritage and legacy. Look toward the word of God for your legacy. I want the music to come. Don't let the past define you. And I'm not just talking about five years, 10 years, 15. Don't let, let the past of a week ago define you. I, I don't care how you ended 2019. However you ended 2019, you can be a brand new person tonight. Maybe you, maybe, maybe I'm talking about, you know, the people that kind of have their one foot in the world, one foot in the church, and maybe honestly that describes you. Well, let me tell you, you don't have to do that. That's very uncomfortable. You know, people used to say it's, you know, walking on a fence or straddling a fence. Straddling a fence ain't comfortable. That's a terrible way to live. And I'm going to tell you, it's not comfortable when you straddle the world and you straddle, because you have, then you have no heritage at all. You have nothing. You have nothing to protect you from, from the warfare and from the weapons that the enemy uses because the, the weapons of your warfare are, are only non-prosperous if you're a servant of the Lord. I'm asking this church to pick up the mantle of a heritage this year. No matter where we come from, no matter our past, no matter our background, 
No matter our biology, no matter who your father is, no matter where you came from, whether you've been living in church your whole life or maybe you just got in two months ago, none of that makes any difference. When we all go down in the water, we all go down as different people from different backgrounds, attached to sin. But when we come back up, we rise up in the name of Jesus. We go down in Jesus' name and we come up in Jesus' name. Being a child of the King. No longer tied to the past. But I've got a brand new heritage. And our heritage, and here's the most important thing, is joined together. Because now we're brothers and sisters. You ever wonder why we do that? You ever wonder why when you come into church and you get the Holy Ghost, why we start calling you brother? And sister, did it ever occur to you why? why? I mean, you just, it's just what we've always done, right? No, because we're family now. We're family now. Family can fuss. Family can fight. Family can disagree. Family's always got each other's back. Family's always got each other back. And we're all worshiping the same father. You're my brother. You're my sister. And together in 2020, let's all stand. We have a wonderful and we have a beautiful heritage joined together. We can do whatever God wants us to do when we share into this wonderful heritage. I want to invite everybody to come to the front. I want everybody to come to the front. We're going to pray together. We're going to pray together for strength for 2020 and then we're going to go get some food. Come on, everybody, if this is your church, come on, get up here and get together. It ain't no time for you to be isolated. 2020 is not the year of isolation. It's a, it's a year of togetherness. Being a part of the heritage of the church is going to help you in two ways. It's going to help you in many, many ways. But what I'm talking about through this scripture, whatever the devil throws at you, whatever people throw at you, it's going to bounce right off you. Not because you're so great, but because God's so great. It's going to bounce right off you. And when people start talking about you, and when the devil starts talking about you, and starts saying, Don't, why, why are you even worried about getting prayed through? You know that you're going to be sick. When the devil starts talking to you, you're going to be sick the rest of your life. We're just going to try to keep you comfortable. When the devil starts talking about, there's no way that you can do that thing for God that you want to do. No way you can be a preacher. No way you can be a Sunday school teacher. I'm going to tell you, I want you to join with the heritage. And that word is going to be condemned. That word that is spoken against you. No one can touch you and no one can talk about you when you're in the heritage of Jesus Christ. And that's how I feel for 2020. No one can touch you and no one's going to talk about you. Why? Because we're joined in and a legacy that's greater than ours. Hallelujah. I love it. Grab someone by you. Let's all join together. Grab someone by you. We're going to pray for each other. We're going to pray some strength to each other. I've got your back. You got my back. We might not agree with everything, but I'll fight with you. I'll fight for you. I'll fight for your children. Anything that we need to do for each other. Why? Because we've got a heritage together. Come on right now. Let's pray for each other in the name of Jesus. Lord God, bless these people right now. Oh, from the left to the right, from the front to the back, Lord, let your power be on of God. I'm asking you right now, Lord, that they would join into the heritage of this great thing.
that every weapon that is formed and every weapon that is used against them, it won't be prosperous. The devil's going to try to get them, but he can't. The enemy's going to try to get them, but they can't. Other people are going to try to trip them up, but they can't because they're protected under the heritage of Jesus Christ. No one's going to talk about them. Oh, you'll silence every critic. You'll silence every unbeliever in the name of Jesus. We are not defined by our sickness. We are not defined by our illness. Come on. Come on. As you pray, speak against that sickness in your body. Pray against that affliction in your body right now. I speak against this affliction. I speak against this problem. Oh, let it be removed in the name of Jesus.